Fullerton is next. Doors open on the left at Fullerton. How about Chicago? I could be there. Welcome to Foul Monkeys. This is Adam. Hi, and this is Jerry. You're listening to a gay podcast. We're located in Chicago and Los Angeles, California. Welcome. This is episode 931. Um, so we left off. We talked a lot about pop music on the last one, and which is fine, which is great. Love that. Um, Kylie is still getting good notices. Yes. Um, I bought today on vinyl the Jesse Ware album, who likes one of that. our tweets. Oh. Um, yeah, a Foul Monkeys tweet. Because we talked about um, a couple of the singles on the show. But you should, you should really get into it. You should give it a listen. Okay. Right now I've been listening to Bright Light, Bright Light a lot, as well as, you know, the new Kylie. But that's about mm-hmm. as the much of my new music that I've listened to. And I really like Bright Light, Bright Light a lot. I like his voice. I liked Bright Light, Bright Light a long time ago. And not that I, I don't now, mm-hmm. but um, I don't know. I'm just not as into it as I was. Um, he had a really good song many years ago. Not that long ago, I guess. I'm going to look up. Called uh, Cry It Films. That mm-hmm. was really, really, really good. Um, it was one of my favorite songs back in the day. It was from 2012. It was from his album, Make Me Believe in Hope. Um, I really liked, he had an album called Choreography that I have. Yes. On it's really good. Mm-hmm. Um, just some of the new stuff I'm just not getting into that mm-hmm. much. Um, but I'm like, I'm willing to give it another try. I know he has his album Fun City is up for pre-order on yes. vinyl. And I can't, I've pre-ordered so much fucking vinyl. Um, <laughs> I just can't. But I I have wanted this Jesse Ware album since I knew it was coming out on vinyl. Mm-hmm. It is like, I mean, I feel like somewhere Rachel Stevens is pissed because it is like a spiritual successor to the Come and Get It album, which is oh, a fucking okay. classic. Nice. Um, so we talked a lot about music. Uh, have you been watching anything? I know you don't watch a lot of TV. Um, well, we got the new season of Death in Paradise, which is a British old lady murder mystery thing that I watch. Um, it's about um, this detective is Irish. This is the third one. Um but there's been two English detectives and one of them was Chris Marshall, who was in, he's like the kind of like interesting looking English guy who is picking up girls in like Milwaukee and love actually. Oh, okay. Yeah. 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 You know what I'm talking about? Like the gingery. Yes. Kind of. Okay. So he was one of the detectives for a while on death in paradise. And it's like, they come to this fictional Caribbean Island and they're the inspector for this, uh, uh, St. Honoré Island and they like lead um, local 
um, police force, basically. Mm -hmm. And people get murdered on this island all the time. It's like Cabot Cove. Um, but it's just- Cabot Cove being from Murder, She Wrote for the children out there. Children. They know who, what Cabot Cove is. If I say Jessica Fletcher, you better know what it is by now. Um, but anyway, yeah. So I've been watching that because um, I love, I don't know, not that I love seeing people get murdered because I'm like, I love horror movies and I love watching British murder mysteries. I just, I don't know. It's fun not knowing what's going to happen. I don't have to think. It's not like mm. super heavy. Right. Well, Moishas. Are you... What, you're still watching Moesha? I watch it in the morning, like when I'm eating breakfast. It's kind of my time to like, if if regular TV was on, I'd keep up with the sitcoms and stuff that I watch. Mm -hmm. But it's something that I don't, I, I can watch while I eat, not pay attention to a lot. Mm -hmm. And uh, it's just kind of fun to revisit. And, uh, you know, we were talking about Cheryl Lee Ralph and she's oh. was really vocal about the show being a great representation for stepmothers mm -hmm. and how... I think at that point there hadn't been really a positive, a really good positive role model for stepmothers to like, you know, mm -hmm. for children to watch and see like, mm -hmm. oh, a stepmother isn't terrible. And Cheryl Lee was really cognizant and, and, and tried mm -hmm. to be as positive as an influence as she could be on her role. So when they brought in Ray J as the illeg illegitimate son of Moesha's dad, she was mad, 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 mad. Well, I don't know that that, I think that is a negative portrayal of perhaps what would be like a like everybody loved the Cosbys because you didn't always see a successful affluent black family represented mm -hmm. right well on television and I think Moesha was an extension of that and adding the blended family aspect um so I could see it wouldn't necessarily I don't think impact the importance of her as a good stepmother mm -hmm. but it would undermine the value of having that positive representation of yes and that's what her problem is she goes yeah. you know we have this really great family unit you know it's a mixed family and now you're bringing in and he's the one he cheated on Moesha's mother and she wasn't she wasn't happy with it and then they started right. writing her off the show and then they fired her the last season and uh she wasn't happy but you know that's what happens in Hollywood that's showbiz kids. So I don't know. Have you seen any? Oh, wait, before. Okay. I just want to give a shout out to you. I know we talk about music, but if you have not heard Cheryl Lee Ralph's In the Evening, go look it up. Go listen to it on Spotify. Go find it on YouTube. It is a classic jam. Yes, classic 80s jam. Classic 80s jam. And she was in the original Broadway cast of Dream Girl. She's been in a ton of things. She was in. Did, was she nominated for a Tony for Thoroughly Modern Millie? No, she uh, she was not. That's a damn shame because she's good as she shit. Is. She's a very good actor. Yes, very good actor. Um, I don't know. I uh, some of the you know we were talking about the COVID idiots and uh, have you seen? Uh, <laughs> so apparently, there's this troll doll from the troll, this last troll movies that came out. Okay. And it sings, but the singing button is a button that's between its legs. And so all these people are getting these videos of it and they're putting their finger right between the leg and acting like they're finger banging, pushing the button. And they're saying how 
this is, you know, teaching the children that it's okay to have someone do this to you. And this is grooming them and blah, blah, blah. And yes, I think design wise, it was kind of a poor choice, but to find out it goes with a play set where you sit the troll on a chair and then you push the doll's head down on the chair and that's when she sings. Now, I didn't see the movie because I'm not the demographic for it. So this may have something to do with the movie. I don't know. But these parents, but they're the same ones that believe in Pizzagate. They're all up in arms that, you know, children are being groomed (sighs) and all these pedophiles. And Mm -hmm, and I'm not mm -hmm. saying that that doesn't exist, but they're just finding finding stuff because the same people are also like finding random kid shirts that have like pizza there's one that says you want a pizza me and they're like see here it is this is proof of pizza gate because walmart is selling this shirt because pizza is a term that they use for teenage boys and see this <laughs> i mean you could just see the tinfoil that they're just putting on their head but it's it's crazy it's this these conspiracy theory people are just out of control lately yes yeah, yeah i agree and it's not, I think that there are people who are smart, who put this out there to get people to react, mm-hmm. because I think the type of people who react to this kind of stuff are the people who are more susceptible and who are going to have the knee-jerk reaction and vote for Trump because he says something that connects to their lizard brain. <laughs> Yes. It just, when I heard about the doll, all I could think of is the, the wet and cry baby that, you know, you'd fill with water and then it would pee or it would uh, cry. And uh, I can just see that now that doll came out, they're like, oh my God, this doll has a vagina. It pees out of it. Um, girls don't pee out of the vagina. But, oh my okay. God. <laughs> I, I don't know. I remember there being in the 80s, like a lot of awareness about like stranger danger mm-hmm. like it was a big fucking deal and i remember well, it started with um, my generation with that well, whole had, we had to have a password did you ever have that we had a pa- i had a password we had um well i was not on my own like a lot a lot but mm-hmm. like probably more than somebody who had two parents right um but yeah, passwords, all of that shit. And I remember when um, the kid from his dad started the the, the show about the cops, the America's, America's Most, Most Wanted. Yeah, because his kid had been kidnapped, and his kid's name was Adam. And I remember right. it, be, and it's like called like a code Adam. And I remember being like a little kid and being like, "Well, that's fucked." Thanks a lot. Do you remember your password? Oh, yeah, I do. My mom, our password was shake, but then you had it. You, you had, had that shake. shimmy. Mm-hmm. Our password was Hoochie Cha Cha Enchilada. <laughs> no, Chichi oh Cha Cha Enchilada. It was one of those two. Oh, my God. So there's no way somebody would have come up and be like, your mom wants us. What's the password? Because uh... <laughs> that was even something my brother could remember. You know, my brother was like, right. what's your mom's name? Mama. No, my name is Yolanda. <laughs> what's my name? Mama. <laughs> oh, I know. My mom me. was, she took me to see Roadkill dead animals on the side of the road to teach me to look twice while crossing a street like that's dark 
she was like, you see this raccoon? Do you want yes. that to be you? He didn't look <laughs> both ways. He didn't look both ways. <laughs> Fucking real. Uh, she, was not, she was not playing. Lisa doesn't play. She's keeping mm. it real. She keeps it real. <laughs> mm. um, I remember a bunch of like weird, like satanic child sex abuse accusations yes well this whole satanic thing started with like the dungeons and dragons and there was some dummy from oklahoma that killed his parents and said he blamed it on dungeons and dragons and satan and then everything was anytime something happened oh it was satan you know oh it was satanic and nothing was ever satanic (laughs) i had so if you didn't go to catholic school but you went to church you had to go to ccd Mm -hmm. catechism and I had to be like probably it was like right before my confirmation I want to say so Mm -hmm. I was like fairly aware but like up to that point I did not put any stock in like satanism or like I wasn't it wasn't like a thing that I was like aware of or scared of or anything like that um but I really liked like horror novels like I liked Fear Street and Christopher Pike and like spooky shit and like earlier like Goosebumps and shit like that um I was a little too old for Goosebumps by the time it came out but anyway and people used to get on my mom's shit and be like you shouldn't let him read that that's gonna warp his mind like that's gonna make him like satanic and I remember some lady doing my mom's hair and me being like I'm sorry mind your business like, now I'm over here reading. I'm not telling you how to do hair. Right. See, I don't... But, yeah, go ahead. Oh, I was going to tell the story about my CCD teachers who were this married couple who lived, like, down the street, also in the projects. And they were, like, always super weird, and they had a super weird son who played the cello. And I used to play the cello, and we used to have, like, we got, like, a lesson in school like Mm -hmm. once a week or some shit like that and it was only me and him and he was so fucking weird and he was so weird i was like i don't want to hang out with mark and play the fucking cello like he's creepy his parents are creepy so his parents taught ccd and one day they decided to tell us that (laughs) people were sacrificing animals and children at our high school for (laughs) satanic rituals And like, they were like, just ask your parents if they deny it, they're in on it. And then they started speaking in fucking tongues. And then they were like, go home and ask your parents if they can speak in tongues. If they can't speak in tongues, they're not real Christians. And like, probably involved. Like married couple teaching our CCD class. And I remember going home and being like, I told you they were that shit insane. (laughs) Here's what they just said. And they got like canned, they got fired. My God. after confirmation, we still had CCD. And I loved going to CCD because I wasn't with people from my high school because it was in town where mm-hmm. people that weren't such rednecks went to. So, um, but I, my first girlfriend in the first grade, Jenny Barnes was in the CCD class and stuff. And then I was friends with her friends. But anyway, we had CCD teachers, John and Mary Grimm were their names. And they were a little odd Uh, But Mm -hmm. one day they were talking and they said, Mary said, oh yeah, you know, sometimes we get so into our prayers, you know, we talk in tongues and I'll never forget, Jenny just stopped, paused, and then just looked at me to the side and I was like, (laughs) 
And then this other girl, Leslie Noss, she just did that. They was like, they both kind of just did it from each angle to like, look at me like, seriously. And uh, <laughs> it was just so funny because there was only two guys in the class, me and this guy named Brian Slope. And Brian Slope mm-hmm. was one of those, he would say Shalom instead of peace be with you. He was a nerd. But uh, I hope he, I wonder if he listens to this. Anyway, Brian Slope <laughs> one day, he, he farted in CCD. And uh, somebody, I remember, it was Leslie Noss. She goes, uh, and he goes, oh, excuse me. And I remember when we went on a break, Jenny was like, he could have at least said it was the chair. Good God. Aw. <laughs> he just you are blowing up Brian Swope's I know. Oh, he was he was such a nerd. He was a nice guy, but he was just one of those where you're like, oh, don't come talk to me in public. Don't come talk to me in public. You know, that kind. Oh. So, but well, yeah, I hope CCD. Brian Swope is a millionaire and or hot as fuck right now. <laughs> Oh, uh, me too. Me too. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I I don't know. CCD was, they used to uh, ask me to read all the Bible shit because I read really fast. Mm-hmm. So I would be like, blah, 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 Jesus. <laughs> um, you know, you were talking about the horror novels you read. I don't think I had anything like that. When I was growing up, we would read the Dungeons and Dragons Pick Your Own Adventure you know, mm-hmm. where you'd go and they'd go, if you want to do this, turn the page, blah, blah, blah. But there was like oh, a yeah. whole D&D series. And I'm like, I was like eight. And we just passed them around to one another in class at third and fourth grade. So we were eight and nine years old reading this stuff. But I always liked those. Mm-hmm. And my mom would always go, okay, you can have that. That's fine. Just because it was reading. So she didn't right. care. I read some weird shit, like way too young. I Because I liked horror <laughs> My grandmother gave me Needful Things by Stephen King to read in like sixth grade. I also read Flowers in the Attic really, really young, probably in like fourth or fifth grade. Um, God, I didn't read Flowers in the Attic till I was a freshman. Yeah, I read Flowers in the Attic really, really young. Um, And then I read, I was really into John Grisham in -hmm. like the early 90s when like he was real hot. Like, like, I read The Firm in, like, fifth grade. Like, what the oh, fuck? Wow. Pelican Brief? Why? <laughs> you know, I got the Flowers in the Attic books from this girl that I was in. I had uh, algebra with. Her name was Patricia, and we just called her Pat. But Pat was Pentecostal, so she could, wasn't allowed to cut her hair and always had to wear dresses mm. or skirts. But she was reading Flowers in the Attic, and she's like, <laughs> I was like, what? wait, are you reading that? She's like, here, yeah, I'll, I'll let you borrow them. I own all of them. And so I, after she was finished, I would have them. But I'm like, oh, yeah, I get it from the Pentecostal girl. <laughs> Her parents had no idea what she was reading. None. Oh or she wouldn't have been allowed to. I bet. Mm-mm. Those books is dirty. I just dirty. recently read, I want to say there was like a like a script treatment for Flowers in the Attic that was written by Wes Craven, like from Nightmare on Elm Street and Scream and all that. Um and you can find it online. I don't know if that's true or not, but I, I, I read it at work when I worked at Groupon. I had a slow day and I was like, I'll read the screenplay. Um, but it's wild. And, uh, oh, I was going to say, do you know who Chuck Tingle is? Mm-mm. I don't think so. Okay, so Chuck Tingle is like a sci-fi author mm-hmm. that writes... Um, like erotica that's like kind of a little bit weird it has like dinosaurs and bigfoot and unicorns Mm -hmm. and shit like that in it um 
And, but he's very like positive. Right. And he has a big social media presence and he's like, everybody should be loved. It's just like, don't let people like put you down. Mm -hmm. um, so he did, it's called uh, Select Your Own Timeline books. Mm -hmm. And um, I bought both of them. I haven't read them yet. One of them is Escape from the Billings Mall. <laughs> and then there's one that's like based on a fake like Hollywood called Tinglewood. It's called Trouble in Tinglewood. Um, I'm like so excited about it. I have those two. Um, and there's one, what is it called? Asmageddon. <laughs> Again. it's like the it's like the last days of pounding ass or something like that but he has like he has like a he came out with a um like an anti-jk rowling one like that was like fanfic mm -hmm. um that's trans wizard harriet porber and the bad boy parasolophus or para parasolophus right i think that's how you say it. it's it, anyway it's about a trans wizard and a dinosaur But they're just like all insane stuff where right. it's like lesbian roller coaster barista gets me off. <laughs> Bigfoot settlers claim my butthole. Oh my God. Uh, we watched Interview with a Vampire the other day. I hadn't seen it since it came out. And mm. uh, Morgan was sent, my roommate was saying how he had read all of the books or most of the mm. books, like when they came out. And I was like, I, I, I read Interview with a Vampire and I think I tried to do Lestat, but they get boring after mm -hmm. a while. But what I remember about yeah. Anne Rice is when I transferred from sophomore to junior year in college, one of the girls I went to school with said, oh, you should pick up one of the Sleeping Beauty books. If you just turn to any page, it's going to be dirty. So like the next time <laughs> I went to um, Hastings, I don't know if you guys mm -hmm. had Hastings. Uh, mm -hmm. It was always the favorite. Hastings was like books and uh, music. So I went and found the Hastings and I went and found one of the books and sure enough, I opened one page and it was just filthy. And then I turned random and just turned more just filthy. And I was like, God damn, she wasn't kidding. <laughs> but that interview with the vampire, Brad Pitt is so terrible. And even Morgan yeah. said, he goes, oh, wow. I forget that he was bad when he was young. And I'm like, oh yeah. And like, Anytime that Tom Cruise like came within an inch of him or like that first time he picked him up and like he bit mm -hmm. his neck, Morgan goes, I wonder if he's got a boner right now. <laughs> <laughs> probably, probably. Probably. I don't know. Maybe Scientologists make you strap it down. Like you got to wear a, a chastity device. Or the special underwear like the Mormons. Maybe. I don't know. I constantly, I don't get, I don't kink shame, but I don't. So I get... I'm on like the email newsletter for Mr. S leather, mm -hmm. um, which they're all, when I first got on the, <laughs> I wasn't on the newsletter. And then I went when I was in San Francisco, like years ago and I got on the newsletter and sometimes I forget and I'll just like go through my emails real fast, like on the train. And the Mr. S leather ones are advertising like jock straps and stuff like that. But also like there was an e stim butt plug recently. It's just people using it. It's just like, it's a guy in a sling and another guy like jerking off and shoving this like electrified butt plug up this other guy's butt. That's why I and had to stop. Just, I had to stop yeah, getting like, emails. Because <laughs> it would, I, I would like, be I in the middle of an, 
I'd be in the middle of an event and it would pop, go, oh my God. <laughs> That's why I have to be careful on Twitter too, because you know, you follow some porn person and then mm-hmm. all of a sudden you're just flipping through as people are around and all of a sudden it's this yeah. hard dick and you're like, God damn, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, sometimes I'm like, that's if you're looking, you're going to see something mm-hmm. like mind your business and your manners and you won't have to see dicks on my Twitter feed. Well, one of my friends, he goes, ah, he goes, ah, people use Twitter for more than porn because that's all. I. <laughs> it's like, it uh, is he's like, seriously, that's all I kind of use it for. So now that uh, what was the one that you used to get the all the watch the free porn on that when they took it all off? Oh, Tumblr. Tumblr. Mm-hmm. I feel sad. I know some people in Chicago who are like Tumblr porn queens mm-hmm. uh, were like Tumblr famous. And I'm like, I, I don't know. Maybe they're on Twitter now. Or but I feel all, like they're only fans. There is only fans. But I think in some cases, like this one person that I'm specifically thinking of was just kind of like, this is my butt, sort of. And it was a nice butt, to be fair. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, you can't have an OnlyFans where you just show your butt. And people aren't <laughs> going to follow you on Twitter just for your butt. On Tumblr, you can, like, people will, like, reblog your butt. And there's, like, blogs where it's just butts. Whereas on Twitter, it's like, if you aren't taking two dicks at once, why do you even have a Twitter? <laughs> so one of my friends, I, I know her nieces and... One of her nieces on Instagram posted this kind of like provocative photo. And mm-hmm. I was like, okay, I don't really understand what this is. I don't know why she's doing that. Cause in my head, she's a kid. And then I flipped to the next one and it was like only fans. And I'm like, Oh God. And I was like, I don't tell your aunt. <laughs> I like, I won't, but it'll be, you know, she'll be talking about something like, you know, her new apartment or whatever. And it'll be apartment, 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 all of a sudden ditties, you know? <laughs> and I'm like, Ugh. I did not expect this. Oh but you my do God. what you got to do, girl. You do what you got to do. Make that money. I So I got like this, like they're actually pretty cute, like floral print Speedos from Wish. Um, of course, I can't wear nothing to the beach because of the fucking pandemic. So thanks a lot, COVID. Um, but also I ordered an extra large because shit is small from Wish. And mm-hmm. it came and I held them up and I was like, oh, these are actually kind of big. Maybe, like, I should have just gotten a large, put them on, and I was like, nope, this is still cutting off my circulation. I'm a little <laughs> chummy. Um, they're cute, though, but they don't really have, like, a pouch. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so I accidentally got them shipped to my aunt's house. Um, <laughs> well, it was I Nicole guess, and not a different yes, aunt. Yes, it was Nicole. So I accidentally got them shipped there because uh, I had like sent them something else like pins or something like and I couldn't cancel it and I told my aunt and she thought it was she was like oh I think this is a t-shirt that I bought and opened it and I got a text that was like it's your mankini but so she sent it to me and we were on the phone the other day and we're talking about this and I was like, oh, I got this Speedo. I got like the little, it's not even a Speedo. They're like little trunks. Um, and she was like, I don't even know where you're going to wear that. And I was like, excuse me, there's a gay beach here. And also I would just wear it to the beach beach. I wore a Speedo in Hawaii on straight beaches. I ain't got nothing to hide. I like my body. 
Um, which is not entirely true. I still have body dysmorphia, but I'm trying to embrace myself, show mm. off these curves. Anyway, she's like, oh, I just want to make sure you're not wearing it for like porn or something. And I was like, first of all, I wouldn't be wearing nothing if I'm doing porn. Like, unless there's some kind of speedo fetish video. There could like, be. I guess. She was like, well, you can start wearing it. And then I was like, I'm not having this conversation with you. My roommate was talking about somebody that he knows that used to make a shitload of money on Craigslist by selling pictures of her feet. And he Mm -hmm. had never heard of it. And I was like, yeah. I was like, I I said, I think Adam did that for a little bit in Pittsburgh. I was like, I know he would get the used underwear, you know. And he was like, really? I I said, yeah. I don't do feet. I don't even know. I'm not taking pictures of my feet. I'm not letting you touch my feet. I'm not touching your feet. I don't want to look at your feet. Feet are nasty. (laughs) If it's below your ankle, it makes me rankle. As I believe listener Kelly introduced me to that phrase, and it is perfect. But you could buy my underwear. It's true. George, Mm -hmm. I sold a bunch of underwear on Craigslist here, and it was when I think I might have taken you to this bar called Crew that was here. Mm-hmm. It's closed. Yes. It was like a sports bar. Um, it's like walking distance, not super far. Um, this guy was like, oh, like I'm local. Like, do you just want to meet at Crew? Like, so you don't have to like ship them or whatever. And I can just pick them up. And George was like, I need you to walk around the block three times and come from a different direction so he doesn't know where you're coming from. And then when you leave, I need you to do the same thing so he doesn't follow you home. You're going to take the long way. And the guy ended up being like, not that weird and like pretty nice. And he was like, I'm just in an underwear club. And like, he was like, we just like get together and wear different kinds of underwear and probably jerk off. And I'm like, that's cool, buddy. Like, give me $50. Here's like your used ass underwear. That's fine. Right. And then I did do that balloon porn, kind of. <laughs> I was not nude, pop- I just... Were you popping him, or were the balloons yes. being popped on you? I blew them up, and then popped them, and then I stepped on them, and then I sat on them and popped them. And I, <laughs> the guy was like, ooh, are you getting nervous that it's going to pop? Like, are you really, like, are you getting nervous? And I was, like, into my, like depths of my actor soul I was like oh yeah like oh I don't know like I'm really tense about this popping like I'm I'm scared and I'd be like oh, oh, it popped it reminds me of the Bob Berger episode when the grandma and the grandpa yes <laughs> yes yes it's why it's real you can find some shit on like x-tube it well, better you not ever- be me though I haven't looked for it have you, did you ever see that documentary about the tickle porn that was on HBO? No, I haven't so, I read about it and it makes me, it makes me nervous. Yeah, the guy was like getting these straight guys and was like, hey, do you want to do this film? You don't have to have sex, you know, you don't have to be nude. So they're like in, you know, bikinis and they get tied down and then they tickle them. And the guys are so, <laughs> they're so conflicted because they don't, they don't know how to, process what's happening because <laughs> they start laughing but then they're like i'm being exploited but then they're just it's sad but it's also hilarious and this guy's like eh, you know i can't i don't mm, no i feel like that would freak me out 
watching it. Watching it would freak me out. Also, I don't like being tied up. <laughs> I don't like being tickled either. So there you right. go. There you go. That's not your thing. Mm-mm. Not I'm your not thing. Telling nobody what my thing is. You gotta find <laughs> out for yourself. <laughs> well, that bucket list of yours is very short. Life is for living, Jerry. I know. Life is a buffet. That's right. Some and of most poor, poor suckers sons are starving. Of a bitch. Yes. Most poor sons of bitches are starving to death. It's from Maine. Oh, speaking of Maine, you were going to tell me uh, about the story. So um, Adam and I met in Pittsburgh. I was doing summer stock mm-hmm. at Pittsburgh CLO, which is summer stock uh, in downtown Pittsburgh. So Adam and my, uh, my met when I was working there. Well, my last summer there, they needed somebody to drive a van. And I was like, oh, Adam, do you want this job? It pays however much it paid. And so he would pick mm-hmm. actors up sometimes twice a day, depending on mm-hmm. people's schedules. And then he would take them back to the apartments. But you were saying, remind me to tell you about the story about when I used to have to park. <laughs> <laughs> um, so it was like, I would, I would uh, like B-list, C-list, sometimes A-list Broadway would come and do shows. Yes. At the at the CLO, and I would put them around, and there in this rickety ways. rickety oh fi- uh, fifteen passenger seat van. It had celebrating musical theater painted along the side of it, with like stars, and um, it would be like some like I made small talk with like fucking like Joey Fatone and some of the Osmonds and a couple of people who had like won Tony Awards in the nineties or whatever. Um, everybody was pretty nice. Who wasn't nice? You said the guy Bob. that was on Caroline in the City. Oh, oh Malcolm Guccioli. Ma- Malcolm Getz. Yeah, Malcolm Getz was kind of a dick. Um, and Bob Guccioli was kind of a dick as well. Um, I'm surprised uh, Malcolm Getz was because he he's given me this, oh, look before. And I'm like, oh, hi. <laughs> he was like a little uppity because uh-huh. he was like, oh, like, what do you do? And I was like, oh, I just graduated grad school. I did like an MFA in acting in the UK. And he was like, well, that's where I'm from. Why aren't you working? Why are you driving a van? Like, what are your plans? Do you have an agent? You aren't even trying to have an agent. Well, you're not going to get far in Pittsburgh. And I was like, damn. Damn. Okay. Laying it down and just being fucking brutal. (laughs) Anyway, so if I had like, an hour or a couple of hours if I was between pickups or whatever I would sometimes just park the van and spend a couple of hours in the bathhouse or (laughs) which wasn't that bad because it was down the street from the theater so I could just park it and it wasn't like indiscreet I guess and they they had that lunchtime locker special too that's right that was a deal like a five dollars, like five dollars to get a locker. Yeah, it was real cheap. Um, and also, if you were like under 25 or something, you could get in for real cheap. And back in those days, I was under 25 and also under 180 pounds. So, <laughs> um, but the bad part was when I would drive it out McKnight Road in Pittsburgh, which is like a highway, and I would park it at the adult bookstore <laughs> and I would go in. And do my business, but I would just like no chill at all. Park this big ass fifteen passenger van that says CLO musical theater, 
Cielo, fucking stars on the side. I think it had a phone number to buy fucking tickets, but I would just be like, park right in front of the adult bookstore, lock it up and go in and have myself a little lunch hour. I was trash, 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 trash. I had no qualms. Also, they were paying me like $10 a pickup or something like that. Yeah. Which to be fair, it was like a five minute drive. But like, I was like, if y'all are only paying me $10, I'm gonna drive my ass out there and get somebody to touch my dick. <laughs> there, apparently there used to be this uh, adult bookstore in New Jersey and somebody was telling me that they were driving by or they had parked. It was, it was right next to like a gas station or something. I don't remember exactly the details, but somebody would like, they saw like their pastor go in or something and they were like, mm. what? And so I, I, I want to say that they like the, the bat or the adult bookstore had like a bumper sticker or something. So they went huh? and put the bumper sticker on his car <laughs> and he didn't know. So he, and it, needless to say, he got busted. Oh, I bet the truth will out. Yep. I'm pretty sure the place around the corner from us, is and we've talked about this i'm pretty sure it's like still popping for glory holes banana banana books or whatever it's called banana Banana video yeah i was walking the dogs and i walked there's a guy there's like benches on either side of like where sofa the one bar that you're like arch nemesis that you we can't take you to because you try to fight the bartender i Um, got in one tip with him (laughs) that's it i don't even remember what he looks like until you point him out that's how oh, insignificant he, he is. Like. That's how insignificant he is. Don't be rude. I've <laughs> got to go back there. Um, Are they open? No, they're not open. Oh, okay. Um, but that's banana videos above that. Right. So I was walking the dogs, and there's like benches on either side of the street. And there's a guy on the bench in front of the pot dispensary. And he was on, what is what is the one that the twinks like? Grinder? Grinder. Yes. Grinder. I think he was on one of them anyway. And it wasn't, it wasn't chubby, hairy people like the apps that I frequent. Um, so he's scrolling through, he's scrolling through. And like, I'm not pay- like, I'm not paying him any attention. I just happen to like out of the corner of my eye, see it. And then this car pulls up and it's like an Uber and these two men in booty shorts get out <laughs> and they start hopping it up to banana video. And then girlfriend on the bench was like, Ooh, and then she scurried on over and got into banana video as well. And I was like, mm-hmm, I bet all three of y'all ain't just buying poppers and DVDs. Does anybody buy DVDs anymore? I'm sure some, I like physical media, not for porn. I, but I don't understand why anybody would buy porn. Um, unless it's vintage. I have some vintage porn because I find mm-hmm. that interesting. But I don't know. I buy, I buy like Blu-rays. I guess. Blu-ray of Ass Master. <laughs> <laughs> Do they make? I they make Blu-ray porn, right? I have no idea. Honestly, I don't have. We so we used to have a 3D TV and a 3D DVD player, and you could get like 3D Blu-ray and shit like that, and mm-hmm. glasses. And it's actually like it's a dead technology, basically. But it was kind of fun for a while, and so I bootlegged some 3D Bellamy porn, which mm-hmm. Bellamy is like hairless check boys. It's right. like, it's not really for me, but it was the only thing I could it's find. It's no hair and all foreskin. <laughs> hey, 
ain't nothing wrong with that <laughs> if you're into it. But so yes, and they're all like blonde, light-eyed, completely shaved. Um, it's it is not my jam. If it's your jam, that's great. Right, live your life. But it was only 3D gay porn that I could find, and so I try. I was like, George, we are watching this. We are putting it on, and we are watching some 3D porn. If this is the only thing there is, we're gonna do it. And George was like mortified. We had to close all the blinds. Um, and it was terrible. It was like, you could see, it wasn't like dicks coming at you through the screen. It would be like, you could like the shower was in front of them or like they were behind, like there was like a barrel and they would like, you could like the barrel was like popping out of the screen a little bit. It was awful, awful. It was artistic. I, no, I was like, I need three dimensional penises. Is, um, is Bellamy the one that had the twin brothers that used to have sex on camera? I vaguely remember this, and it might be Bellamy. It might be. The twin brothers I, that lived in incest. I thought it came out that they weren't really brothers. They No, they were twins. They looked just alike. Hmm. Well, I'm not looking it up right now. <laughs> I don't need that in my history. <laughs> mm -mm, no. I'm already on some government lists, I'm sure, so. Oh, I'm sure. Sometimes we have to go, don't record that to the, to the Echo. <laughs> don't record that. Oh, my God. Anyway, well, I think I've run out of stories for yeah, now. Yeah, uh, we're at 40 minutes, so. All right. Why don't we end this now and uh, Wrap this we'll record up. later. Yeah. Okay. So, well, yeah. thanks for listening. Yes. Email us, by the way. We never get emails. We do get we have got some, gotten some emails for some interesting proposals. We're going to eventually probably talk about some comic book stuff um, and maybe some other stuff. Yeah, so we just we'll have see. to kind of get it around our schedules. Yes, but email us questions, email us ideas, email us things that you want us to talk about. Um, and that would be really fascinating. Yes. So, all right. All right. This is Adam. This is Jerry. Thank you for listening. Bye. Bye. Thank you for getting foul with foul monkeys. And we hope you enjoyed the show. You can send feedback, dick pics, or marriage proposals to foulmonkeys at gmail.com. You can also leave us sexy messages or some really heavy breathing at 863-666-0377. Ask us questions and interact with us on Twitter and Instagram with the handle at foulmonkeys. You can also join us over at the Facebook page where things can get really, really dirty. Thank you for listening, and we will Fullerton talk to you soon. Next. Bye. Doors open on the left at Fullerton. How about Chicago? I could be there. In